Nicole, how hot is it under this blanket right now? It's pretty fucking hot. It's, it's very warm. Yeah. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> because it's really fucking hot in this dorm room. Yeah, it is. And we have to record with a blanket over our heads because... It makes it sound better. We want the small amount of people listening to this <laughs> to have the highest possible quality sound. True. Dedication. You, we're about quality. All of us are about quality. Just FYI, for this episode, we're going to be talking about um, depression, anxiety, anxiety. eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, Please uh, seek out any help if you feel like you need any support. No. So, so today, we're going to be talking about the question, can you be happy when you have mental illness? Yeah, specifically um, a long-term mental illness or right. something that you know is not going to go away for a long time because... That's how mental illnesses tend to work. Right. So, I guess Nicole and I talked about this a little bit after. Um, well, okay, so one of us, <laughs> I went through a breakup. <laughs> and not sure how much of this we're going to end up putting in. Right. But I went through a breakup and told my therapist about it. Um, she was a specialist for eating disorders. Um, and so I was seeing her um, and told her what had happened. Um, I was, like, feeling pretty shitty about it at the time and was talking to her and she was like well you know like that really sucks but like you're dealing with it in a healthy way like it's really hard to be in a relationship and having have an eating disorder at the same time and Mm -hmm. so at the time I was like yeah I'm that makes sense I guess like it didn't make anything any easier and part of the nature of eating disorders that tends to be kind of a deception thing and it's hard to tell other people about it yeah so I told you about it And I don't know, it's just, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, like, my eating disorder isn't something that's going to go away for years and years and years and probably never will completely be gone. Right. Like, that's always something I'm going to be thinking about. And, like, I'm doing pretty great right now, but, like, that's something that I'm going to have to deal with, with, like, anyone I'm ever with in my life. And have to tell them about and so kind of like the implication of like I couldn't be in a relationship and have an eating disorder at the same time freaked me the fuck out to put it gently yeah because (laughs) like that's not gonna go away and I I don't know want to find someone at some point and it just it was weird and kind of sad right and you told me something yeah I don't know I kind of like I have strong opinions about this I guess <laughs> I think like, your exact words were bullshit <laughs> yeah that's exactly what I said I was like well that's just complete bullshit because you know like I think having a significant other just means having someone to love and support you you know mm-hmm. and so I mean well I do understand like it can be difficult to be like dealing with a mental illness and like have a relationship Like, it's just one more person to be there to support you. Yeah. And so I don't think that, you know, if you say, like, oh, I have a mental illness, I should restrict myself from being happy in this way Mm -hmm. is valid. Yeah. So then we kind of started talking about, like, are we ever going to be able to, like, be happy while we are both depressed? Right. Exactly. (laughs) And, like, that's such a weird question. Yeah. Because, like, we're pretty happy people generally. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, I don't know. This isn't going to go away for either of us. Right. 
When did you realize that, like, it wasn't going to go away? Um, well, I guess I thought I was just, like, sad a lot. And then I was, like, one day I was, like, oh, my God, I'm one of those depressed people. Yeah. Like, one of those people that you see on the commercials right. that just, like, gaze into the distance <laughs> while they watch their children grow it's up really around right. them. <laughs> and I was, like, fuck, is that going to be me? Like, am I that person now? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I guess I have, like, a similar experience. Like, I kind of just woke up one day and was like, shit, it's been six years. <laughs> this isn't going away. A casual six years. Yeah. Like, it just never, it just happened yeah. and then just never stopped happening. Yeah. And it's not from lack of trying. Oh, yeah. For both of us. For sure. Like, I have meditated. Right. I have used feelings wheels. <laughs> like <laughs> feelings wheels? <laughs> apparently, when your parents don't know how to express emotion, you, like, have a hard time like, understanding emotion yourself. Right. So one of my therapists was like, hey, like, I want you to look at this feelings wheel and a couple times a day check in with yourself. And at the time I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. But then I remembered I'm super unhappy with the way my mental health state is a lot of the time, so right. might as well give it a shot. Right. Spoiler alert, <laughs> I'm not cured. But True. it wasn't a bad thing. Like, yeah. we both try. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I guess... Yeah, like the whole idea of like this isn't going to going away is it isn't going away even though we're like making attempts to like try to be as good as we can. Like yeah. like we're trying to improve ourselves and like be as happy or like as successful as we can, yeah. but it's not like all of our feelings and emotions and like are just going to disappear. Like it is like a mental illness. Yeah. And it's not at least I don't foresee it as something that will ever yeah. Go away no. from me. And especially, like, I mean, I'm doing great in the ED department right mm-hmm. now and, like, have made huge progress and I'm super proud of myself. Yeah. I'm but, so proud of you. Thanks, Nicole. Um, but, like, I'm never going to be able to walk into the dining hall and, like, not have that association of, like... Right pain and anxiety associated with food no matter how good I am at like overriding that feeling right because like I'm getting in the hang of it after like a long time of having to do that right like that's not gonna leave right and ever. no one and no one can expect that from yeah. you no one should like expect that yeah from you. like I recently had like um a loved one of mine just like asked me like oh how how are you with anxiety and I was like oh you know it's like kind of it's going, and my family mm-hmm. member, they said, like, oh, well, why, like, why is it still happening? Why aren't you better? Like, aren't you trying to fix it? You're not trying hard enough to fix mm-hmm. it, which is bullshit as well. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it's just not, that's just not how it we works. We both, like, I don't know. We love ourselves, yeah. I think. Like, for the most part. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, we're trying to do stuff for that. And yeah. I don't know. So that's, like, that's frustrating. Yeah. I, I know how that kind of goes yeah um and then one of our friends like really great friends showed us this reddit page called like oh yeah it's what thanks it? i'm cured thanks I'm <laughs> check it out it's great or a subreddit right yeah that's the stop term. being anxious nicole yeah oh my gosh i'm better you're cured <laughs> i'm all you're welcome I'm all cured now yeah but like how did you did you ever have a period where you were like not able to really come to terms with that like i guess it was kind of like yeah, I guess I was, like, I was very upset for, like, a really long time of just the fact that, like, this is my life now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, it was, like, I mean, like I said, it like, it took me a while to realize, like, before, it took me a while to realize that, like, oh, man, this isn't going away. But mm-hmm. then once I realized that, I was, like, shit, this really isn't going away. Yeah. And now I have to, like, keep dealing with this for, like, 
ever, basically. Yeah. Or, like, I go through periods where it's going better, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, shit, was I faking it this whole time? Like, is this, like, a legitimate thing that's happening? Yeah. And then one time, that I one time that. we were walking through the athletic complex, mm-hmm. and I was just like, shit, Nicole, I'm so anxious that there's no reason why it's happening. Yep. And, like, this is so irritating. Yep. And, like, you just can't do anything about it to yep. get out of that. And it, like... Even if I'm doing better for, like, a week, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's there the next week. Right, exactly. And it's so disheartening when you're, like, oh, I've, like, been doing really yeah. well. And then, like, it hits you again. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, we were talking about, I was, like, counting the number of relapses I had. Yeah. And it's, like, I, I, I'm starting to almost need a second hand. <laughs> like, it'll happen at some point probably because that's right. the way I know it works. Right. Like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. No, I definitely have had periods where it's been like shit like it this isn't moving right and like even if you're just throwing everything you have at it like it feels like nothing is gonna change in right. the long run but so like when you're in those moments I don't know I guess it's like difficult but like when you're in those moments where you're like this is not it I'm doing the best that I can mm-hmm. but like I'm still super depressed or mm-hmm. super anxious or whatever it is do you feel like, do you still feel like you can be happy? Um, I, so, I, so like, the lowest place I've probably ever been, like, I distinctly remember, like, rationally knowing I was going to be happy at some point again, but, right. like, it's just, no, like, in the moment, mm-hmm. especially if I, like, have an anxiety attack, like, for the next probably 24 hours I'm just like at the bottom yeah and like that's part of what anxiety is at least Mm -hmm. for me is like feeling like you will never get out of that like that's a symptom of it Mm -hmm. and so and it's also kind of weird though like when I am happy knowing I'll probably get down to that low point again and being kind of okay with the fact that like well shit it's gonna happen like I'm used to it by now so yeah yeah, what about you I don't know I think It's, like, my, probably, like, my lowest of the lows, my answer would be, like, like, yeah, like, logically, I'm, like, I know that, like, this will get better, and, like, I will be happy at Mm -hmm. some point, but when I'm in that moment, it doesn't feel like I can be happy, you know? Yeah. Or, like, or, like, have any feelings at all sometimes, (laughs) you know? Just, like, numbness, basically. Yeah, because that's, like, a coping strategy, at least for me, is to just, like, check out And just be, like, well, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's happening. Which, Yeah. It's not always super healthy, but, right. like, it's better than, yeah. Alternatives. Better than, better than alternatives. Right. So. Yeah. But, like, that's, but that's me at my lowest points, you know, like, in general, like, like we said, or at least, like I said, like, I, this is not going to be going away for me anytime soon. And, like, just because it, I am dealing with, like, anxiety and depression doesn't mean that I'm always at my lowest, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm not at those points, I do feel like I can be happy. Like, you and I, like, we, like, run around, like, in, like, the yeah. science building, like, laughing yeah. and, like, having fun and, yeah. like, doing stuff. And, like, I do feel happy in those mm-hmm. moments, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think happiness is kind of a weird relative thing, especially when you're dealing with depression, Mm -hmm. just because like, I don't know, I was having a wonderful conversation with someone the other day and we were talking about, um, how like different people kind of different kind of levels of happiness and sadness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am one who, a person who has very large amplitude sensorial (laughs) oscillations between happy and sad. Mm -hmm. 
as a physics major, I conceptualize my world, <laughs> my physics concept, because I don't know how to describe my feelings. Um, <laughs> you explain it through physics. It's great. Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, so I get really, really sad and have really big lows, but then I also have really, really giant highs where mm-hmm. I'm just so happy and, like, one thing will go really well. Um, where I'll be super happy, and then I'll have, like, this one time um, a professor was walking by me in the hallway, and I said hey to him when he said hi to me and was like, oh, my God, he hates me. He thinks I'm unprofessional. Had probably two panic attacks separately while I was crying in my room afterwards, and that's obviously, like, not even a big deal at all. Like, he probably didn't notice, but that caused me to be, like, super sad for probably two days Mm -hmm. because of, like, the weird rebound that happens for me into depression after I have a panic attack. Mm -hmm. So I have that, but then I also have, like, if we finish a physics problem together that we're working on, like, everything is fucking awesome. Right. Like, I, like, riding on a unicorn. Right, like, and you're, like, literally jumping up and down. Yeah, no, I actually, you you know, yeah, the, yeah I <laughs> actually jump up and down. Or, like, the day we learned about Lagrangians right. and mechanics, I, like, yeah. went to lunch and, like, pretty sure it was, like, some random guy on our sports team who, like, didn't care about physics. I was just talking his ear off, like, but, no, you don't understand. <laughs> it's so it's cool. so cool. <laughs> Like, he was like, yep, okay. Sounds good. Like, sure, Jill. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's weird because happiness is super great because I know how it feels to, like, not have anything in the world be seem like it's okay. Right. And so I don't know if that's, like, I'm happier than other people when I am happy, but I, I don't know. For me, it feels like a huge difference. Yeah. I don't know. I think you and I are definitely – different in that respect because I feel like I don't have that like yeah I feel like I don't have those oscillations like you have quite as much like my I feel like I'm just at a general baseline fine Mm -hmm. for most of the time and then when I have my lows you know I get pretty low but I don't think I like jump up right like as much as you do like I don't I've do I've never like jumped up and down for joy you know yeah and like I sometimes really envy that about you I mean, yeah, but then I also just it's a it's a weird ride, dude. right? Like <laughs> I don't know. I, I oscillate a lot, even like within the period of one day, and right. I kind of worry sometimes about how that affects the people around me because I'm just super inconsistent personali- <laughs> personality wise. I wish I was a little more chill. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but like, yeah, I see. I, I definitely see what you're saying, but I also like I see how excited you get, and like that's yeah. really cool. No, I've literally, like, jumped on your bed face down. Yes. And, like, screamed into a pillow. That is true. Because I was so excited about something that happened. Yes. <laughs> and also I've done that because you've been upset about something that's happened. Yes. Yeah. No, I've... Wow. You've done I, know, I was on my friend's bed the other day, and I was, like, laughing and super excited about something. I was like, wow, I have yelled here, and I have also cried into your pillow. Yeah. And screamed at something, and it's a wide range of emotions yeah. that happen. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, like, what what do you think that long-term happiness looks like when you have a mental illness? That's such a hard question. I don't know. I know. That's why I asked it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the point. It's like, putting you in difficult positions. <laughs> um, yeah. I think, like, like I was saying before, like, I feel like I'm at a general baseline of fine, you know, Mm -hmm. for most of the time. And like, I'm not always at my low point. Like, I feel like sometimes have this conception of like depression, that like, you're always like, overwhelmingly sad. And like, while that does happen, that's not every day, at least for me. And I think it's kind of defined as having like periods of like, where you can't really get out of it. And it's not for a reason. Mm -hmm. So like, 
that happens to me for like several days in a row. And that's like why my psychiatrist was like, oh, that's why I'm calling this depression. Right. Yeah. And so like, I feel like during like, it's it's obviously different when you're in those really low, like for several days Mm -hmm. or for however long it is of like, like shit, like I'm really not okay. Like not Mm -hmm. okay in the sense of like, I'm really depressed right now. Yeah. I feel like like, outside of those times, you can be happy. Like, right. you and I have fun with, like, talking to professors and, yeah. like, talking to people and, like, enjoy spending time, like, together and with our other friends, like, mm-hmm. doing things that we yeah. enjoy doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, um, I think, for me, it's all about the kind of acceptance that you might have one of those really low periods in the future like Mm -hmm. I definitely have had the feeling where I've been happy and then like remembered that like everything could just for me go to shit at any moment right and like that's kind of a weird thing to grapple with but Mm -hmm. I've been doing it kind of for so long now that it feels like it's just kind of part of my life and not that I don't want to fix it because I like if someone could take that away that would be swell yeah um let me know but Yeah, I don't know. I think it's more about, like, understanding that you will get back out of those moments and, like, trying to let that detract as little as possible from your current happiness. Right. I guess I don't think, like, I don't know. I feel like it's very naive of me, but I always feel like when I'm in, like, when I'm doing well, Mm -hmm. I always think, like, oh, I'm, like, not that I'm, like, better, because I know that, obviously, like, I'm never going to be better, but I'm, like, oh, this is, like, great, like, I'm doing, I'm doing great, like, I don't feel, like, terrible right now, Yeah. and then I just kind of, like, push it back in my mind, and, like, don't even think about it at all, and then, like, it hits me like a train, you know? Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. But I, I think, like, trying to be more cognizant of, like, the periods of, like, when you're fine and when you're not. Yeah. Would probably be good to try to, like, get, like, a healthier relationship with that. Yeah. I don't know. I had a therapist tell me once that, like, I don't know, at least for me, like, when I'm having a panic attack or when I'm super depressed, like, it's not my brain. Well, like, it is my brain, but it's not, it's not, like, normal processes. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have a whole lot of control over what's happening. Like, when I, I, like, black out when I have panic attacks, if they're pretty bad, like, don't remember who's around me or what's going on. Right. And so, like kind of letting go of the idea that I can really control what I'm doing and feeling in those moments and working on what's happening at other times Mm -hmm. has been really helpful. Not necessarily successful, but but helpful. But helpful. (laughs) It's all all we need, really, is help help with coping strategies, I guess. Yeah, like that's kind of all you can do is cope and try to work through your shit however you want to to. for me that means drugs and therapy Mm -hmm. right and for me good good legal drugs legal drugs alcohol helps sometimes yeah (laughs) or doesn't sometimes or doesn't yeah that's a weird yeah we'll talk about that later yeah that's a good episode different episode to do but (laughs) okay so we are both from relatively privileged positions and that we have access to therapists etc a lot of people don't have that or um have that access and so once in a while I'll be like going to therapy and feel kind of like wow my problem should have probably have been fixed by now and like do I really need this and like Mm -hmm. there are so many people who have actual shit going on in their lives right that like they have a reason to like need a therapist and like wow do I really have a reason to need a therapist 
And, like, I just am able to pay for that and have the treatment go as long as I need it to go mm-hmm. in order to feel better. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely resonate with the idea of feeling like, wow, my life is, like, pretty okay. Yeah. Like, I, for for a long time, I always thought, like, you know, like, I'm super lucky to have everything in my life that I do and, like, don't have to worry about things like if I'm going to eat my next meal, you know, like if I have the funds to like eat, um, or like have a safe house to like go to. Mm -hmm. And like, I think about like, there are so many people that have to worry about those things. Yeah. And I think like, wow, my problems, like I don't have any real problems, you know, like why am I depressed? Like, why do I feel this way? And then I like feel really shitty about it. Yeah. But also like, that's why it's like, if we knew why we were depressed and anxious, right. Like that would would be huge. Yeah. But like, it doesn't stop from like, at least kind of long term feeling like, wow, this is a problem I should be able to figure out. Right. Or like feeling undeserving. Yeah. 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 Especially with like family and friends and like significant others. It's kind of weird to ask I don't know. I feel sometimes weird, like, asking someone else to be burdened with, like, the shit that I know I'll probably not get rid of. Right. And, like, that's kind of a weird thing to come to terms with. (laughs) I think, like, something interesting is, like, for me, at least when I was, not so much now, but, like, when I was younger, because, like... I just just used to think, like, I kind of like the idea of, like, you didn't want to burden anyone. Like, I didn't want... Like, I didn't want to share the way that I thought because I didn't want other people to start thinking the way that I did because I was, like, I, like, started having these thoughts and then, like, became majorly depressed or, like, who who knows which one came first. But I was, like, I don't want, like, to bring, like, I don't want other people to be aware of, like, the questions that I'm asking that are making me very sad, Yeah, you know? And so I, like, didn't want to, like, talk to anyone because I was, like, I don't want to, like, cause this on anyone else. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. That's just, like something that's interesting and I also like I don't think I now like in retrospect I don't think that that's correct yeah (laughs) you know like I think you should seek out support like if you need the support yeah but it was just like an interesting thing from dynamic for me of like I don't want to tell people because I don't want people to feel the way that I do yeah I was always kind of worried about like just because nothing was really wrong with my life that like if I don't know I had bad experiences family wise with this but like I was really worried I would tell someone and they'd be like that's not legitimate what are you depressed about like this is an excuse for something or like yeah and kind of having to process that like this has no reason and therefore it is hard to get rid of right and yeah yeah exactly like for me I was like I would think about because my my parents are both immigrants and both of my parents know actually what it's like to be starving Mm -hmm. and to like not have food or to like, like my dad ran away from home when he was 12 years old and like ran away to a different country. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like to think about in comparison to that, like my life is pretty damn great. You know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about the types of things that my parents had to worry about, but then I just feel really bad about the fact that like my life is so great in comparison but I'm still depressed. Yeah. And coming to terms with that is immensely difficult. Yeah. I'm still not there. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I go through periods of like, yeah, like I get it, but also like sometimes it still feels really bad. Yeah. 
And then it's weird, too, because, like, I reflect on my own mental health and I'm like, wow, like, this is ridiculous that I'm still having to deal with this. And, like, but then, like, when you talk to me about it, it's just like, Nicole, like, none of this is your fault. Like, it's nothing you can control. And it's so weird that, like, for me, I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, you're just being, like, a dick to everyone else of the excuse of depression. But then for everyone else, it's like... No, this isn't your fault. Right. Like, which is true. Like, it's not. But, yeah. like, we're so much harder on ourselves we're about so it. We're so much harder on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I have both decided that, like, we should make we life should run decisions e- for each other. Yeah, we should run each other's lives. Yeah. Because like, I don't think I'm ever well-informed enough to make decisions for myself. No. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Or, like, we say, tr- I say trash to myself yeah. all the time. And, like, if I, like, went up to you and said that, like, I would hope you would punch me. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, no violence, but (laughs) still, I wouldn't blame you. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, that's something that I really want to work on, of, like, being kinder to myself. Yeah. In the sense of, like, like, people say that all the time because I think, like, everyone is self-critical and probably too self-critical. But I also think that, like, when it comes to mental illness, that can be another layer of difficulty yeah. to being kind to yourself. Yeah, especially, like, okay with yourself when you do relapse or right. when you do, like, it's not going away. You're not having really, like, any visible progress with right. therapy or anything like that. Right. And, like, kind of it's easy to kick yourself and yeah. be like, this is my fault. I'm not trying hard right. enough. And it's like, not at all your fault, yeah. you know? Because that's just, like, how recovery goes. Right. And especially when it's probably going to be a lifelong process. Right. It's it's hard to not like hate yourself for that, right? And and I still don't think that I'm like I don't think I have an answer, you know? Like I oh think, yeah, like, no, still, I have no idea what I'm yeah, doing with I've, that. Like we're definitely like gonna be in the trenches, yeah. for probably the rest of our lives when yeah. it comes to like dealing with and understanding and like being kind to ourselves and like understanding that it isn't our fault, yeah. Because you can always think it in the abstract, but like when you're down in it. Yeah. And like, but we've also both kind of watched each other like, yeah, go through the shitty parts of like initially starting things. And like, at least like, dude, I am like so proud of like everything that like you've done as a person to like, thank you. (laughs) I'm so serious though. Like you like fight like hell for yourself. And that like makes me like feel more optimistic about myself. I'm glad. And like, I think honestly, like seriously like having someone else like on a this journey with me in a sense like obviously like you and I are like on separate journeys yeah but like having someone that relates to me in like this manner is like means the world to me you know like obviously I'm upset that like I'm sorry that this is happening to you but like I'm glad that we can like go through it together if that makes sense yeah exactly and like we both have like different coping strategies right like when I was, like, getting put on beds for the first time, mm-hmm. I was, like, fucking terrified of that. Yeah. And, like, remember going to you and being, like, am I going to become a different person? Like, all these, like, super complicated things and having someone, like, kind of reassure you that, like, right. yes, this is going to be a long-term process. Yes, this is terrifying yeah. and crazy and scary. But, right. like, But you yeah. can do it. Yes. And you um, did. Thanks. <laughs> I, I'm doing it currently. Yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I can't, like overemphasize kind of the importance at least for me that like developing plans has had because like I don't know I'm super type a person Mm -hmm. you are a type a person yes I am (laughs) we are both type a people (laughs) very type a people like I write out checklists all the time yeah like I used to like have like I don't do it anymore but I used to like 
draw out lines on my eraser so that way I could make sure that my bullet points were indented the same amount <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> I can't freehand it. Yeah. No, well, you wouldn't want to freehand it. No. Like, yeah, no, I throw out entire sheets of paper like the true conservationist that I am right. when I, like, write something wrong. Right. Yeah, so, like, even if I erase it, like, the erase mark's still, it's there, still there and, like, people are going to see it. Right. Like, yeah, but <laughs> anyway, like, kind of superimposing, like, any type of planned control in terms of coping mechanisms on something that you really have no control over has mm-hmm. been really helpful for me, especially, like, thinking about long-term goals for myself for recovery. Yeah. Like, and kind of dealing with the fact that you probably won't get to all those goals is like an okay and but like super different thing to think about Mm -hmm. but just the planning thing has been important for me long term I think so like what type of plans I guess like do you have like do you have like a I don't know like a plan for like oh this is what I'm going to do when I have a panic attack or something definitely yes I have like definitely talked about those things with therapists and therapists are really good for helping you with that yeah um at least for me like we both kind of dealt with that stuff long enough to figure out what works for us without the therapist like I went to a therapist and she was basically like yeah you're kind of doing all the things that's exactly what happened to me and I was like yeah but yeah that's exactly what happened (laughs) yeah so then you have to like get out the shovel and like start digging digging up like other dirt on yourself right but (laughs) just get dirty just get dirty yeah um yeah but like that's been pretty important and and I think like I don't know I guess I don't I feel like I don't have quite as much experience with like putting plans into place in that sense but like I know like something that I tried to do was like in one of those moments where I felt like I was in a place where I can ask for help, which mm-hmm. that's also a very complicated yeah. thing. But, like, in one of those moments when I felt like I could ask for help, like, I went to go see someone, and I was like, hey, like, I'm doing okay right now, but generally this is what happens, and I need yeah. to, like, try to figure out ways to make sure that I don't go yeah. into the low spots yeah. that I go into when this happens again. Yeah. Not if, when. Yeah, you know? and that takes a huge amount of self-awareness to right. figure out that, like, I'm probably going to be back here at some point. Right. Like, that's super self-aware. Yeah, and that's, like, the, yeah, and that's, like, the, again, like, dealing with, like, this isn't going to go away. Yeah, and it's weird to kind of acknowledge, like, oh, this, like, temporary period of feeling good, like, it takes a lot of effort to kind of get past the, like, Oh, well, like, I'm just going to pretend this won't happen again in the future. Right, exactly. Yeah. Of just being like, it'll be fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because it's so inconvenient to find a therapist and it's actually the get help and talk yeah. to 8 million people. And about it's hard to ask for help, yeah. too. It's really hard. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. To find it, just do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nicole, yeah. once again, I'm glad we fixed ourselves. Yeah. We're cured now, right? Yeah, definitely. That's how this works. Right. Pouring our guts out yeah. to a very small group to of mostly group our friends. Of, of our friends. <laughs> um, we are Jill and Nicole. And we're in partial remission.